I'm joined today by Peter Dunscombe, who is one of the independent members of the SJP Investment Committee. I wanted to ask Peter about the role of blended funds on our investment platform. We've used them more and more over the past few years, and I know there's been some interest in why they're a good investment solution for clients. Peter, thanks for taking the time to join me today. I wanted to start by asking you uh, what some of the considerations that we have to consider when using a blended fund on our investment platform. I, th I think there are a number of aspects here. I think um, one of the most important is that at the moment there are a number of boutique managers, relatively small managers out there, who have very distinct investment styles but whose volatility is such that we really can't recommend them to go onto the platform by themselves. Uh, but if we manage to get a selection of them and we are able to analyse their portfolios and ensure that they um, complement each other and they don't overlap too much, um, you can um, overcome a lot of that volatility uh, by, by putting them together. And, and so it opens up uh, access to a number of fund managers that are, are currently closed to us. Um, the second point is that um, smoothing out of volatility. Um, which I think is extremely important. Um, and I think the last ingredient is, is that analysis, that, that this is not just putting together two or three fund managers who we quite like. This is selecting specialist managers who, when you put them together, we believe will provide good returns at reasonable volatility. So, Peter, let's get to the heart of the matter. Um, how should we respond to the criticism that when we put two or three or four managers together, that's going to produce average performance rather than enhanced performance? Well, I think um, it is absolutely justified to suggest that if you put a number of portfolios together, you tend to get a market return. But that's not what we're trying to do here. What we are doing is taking managers who either have very distinct investment styles or invest in very specific areas of the market. Um, but because of that, they will have perhaps extended periods when they underperform and might have periods when they underperform very significantly. So what you want to do is to try and find managers who will, as I said earlier, complement each other so that when one is outperforming, when a style is in favour, another is going to be underperforming. But it is important that we look at the portfolios and we put them together historically to ensure that we are not just getting market returns. So when you refer to investment styles, perhaps you can give an example of when two styles complement one another. Yes, I think the easiest example would be value and growth. We can divide the market broadly into two segments, value and growth. There's quite a big grey area in the, in the middle and, and stocks do move between the two, but it's, it's a fairly established um, way of breaking the market up. Now, if you can um, get a really high quality value manager, and put it together with a really high quality growth manager, you should be able to produce something that will produce really good returns compared with the market. Each of them in isolation will provide very volatile returns against the market, but put them together and you really can come up with some attractive solutions. So that's what you mean when you refer to the use of boutiques, that a style-orientated manager is more likely to be a boutique manager? I think that's right, and it could move into the slightly larger area, but I think it's unlikely, it's not impossible, 
but it's unlikely to be one of the really large houses. Where it could happen is if you had an individual who had a very distinctive style that was working within a large investment house, but, but that is relatively rare. So we've got a number of different blended managers on our platform and, and most of them are not split 50-50. What factors should you consider when determining the weights within a blended solution? I think, I think generally the starting point would be to equally weight them. Um, obviously if there are two managers then a 50-50 is, is very easy. Um, it, it could be that there are capacity constraints um, within one manager and therefore in order for the combination to flourish for a longer period you, you, you do a 60-40 a, a ratio. But I think the starting point would be for equally weighted. I wanted to go on to talk about the rebalancing process. What are the benefits that you see of rebalancing? Well I think, I think rebalancing is, is one of the advantages of the process. Um, there is a reversion to the mean within the whole investment world. So managers who outperform by significant amounts for a, a year or two tend to give some or all of that outperformance back in due course. And so the way we operate is that as new money comes in, it is always used to rebalance back towards the starting point, so 50-50 if there are two managers, which means that you're always giving money to the manager who has underperformed. Now, you need to retain, obviously, confidence in the investment process of the manager, but if you lose that confidence, then you, make, you undertake a change of manager. So, on the basis that there is a reversion to the mean and that when one manager outperforms, the other performs and vice versa. Um, there is a small value add in always allocating money to the underperforming manager at that particular time. And what about the challenges? Well, uh, there are two aspects to it. The first is um, that you can rebalance with new money coming in. Um, if there isn't new money coming in, um, you, there should al always be limits so that if you move too far away from your allocation that there, there should be some form of rebalancing and that can take various forms you can you could say well when you get to 55 percent you rebalance back to 50 percent or you you could if you wanted to be very aggressive rebalance to 45 percent um, but but normally it would be just rebalancing back towards the equilibrium position so do you think going forward for SJP's platform you'd expect to see more blended managers I, I'm sure we will see more blended managers. I, I think it's a, a very attractive solution. I think it's give, one of the key issues for the investment committee is capacity. And as, as it gets bigger, we, we need to look at, at um, interesting ways of getting more capacity. And it seems to me that this is a relatively simple way to accessing an area of the market that at the moment is completely untapped for us. We, we are not going to appoint any of these managers in isolation. So I don't think it's going to become a major part of the platform, but I think it could uh, undoubtedly provide um, reasonably significant um, proportions of, of, of extra capacity for us. So all other things being equal, it should not detract from clients' investment performance, it should actually enhance it. Oh, I, it has to benefit clients' performance. Um, we, we can't do this on the basis that we're going to produce index returns across a blended solution. Um, it's got to be that we can access high quality managers that are going to provide added value and that we will blend them together so as to reduce volatility. That's got to be the objective.
Peter Dunscombe, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.